Hey, 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 you are tuned in to episode 24 of the She Believe He Could podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey girl, welcome to the She Believe He Could podcast, a declaration encouraging women to believe again. Hebrews 11.1 says, faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. So join me, your host, as I open up about my faith to believe in marriage, motherhood, sisterhood, and so much more. Let's start the show. I believe the last episode is off the charts in listens, and I just want to shout out every single person that went to listen to that episode. I salute you. Thank you for being on this journey. Thank you for trusting the process. Thank you for trusting God for your very own promise. No matter how you found this podcast, no matter why you're here or why you tune in, just know that God sees all and he loves you oh so much, oh so much. So with that being said, I want to just say one thing. If y'all listen to this podcast every week, every other week, when you got time, when you can remember, whatever, please Remember to leave a review. Please remember to rate the show. We are trying to definitely get our podcast out to more people. We want to definitely like and share. Um, screenshot on your Instagram tag. She believe he could. Let me know where y'all are from, where you're listening from, what you enjoy about the show. Give me some feedback. You know what I'm saying? Like this is, although I'm talking to the microphone and I can only be talking to me. Um, I definitely want to know what's going on on the other side of this mic. Please remember to rate and review the show. Shout us out on Instagram. Um, if there's something that really set with you and you was like, girl, let me know what it was. I want to know. I really do. I'm recording this on Thursday. It is 7.55 p.m. Central Texas time. And it's been a week, y'all. Like God has really been stirring in my heart for this next season and he's really cultivating my ground and so I've really just been trying to see how I can really apply this workbook in the new year like what are some things that I can do to really implement the process so I would love to host a workshop I would love to record some YouTube videos with me just going through the workbook So we can have like that one-on-one interaction where you need to pause me and come back. You know, therefore, you don't feel like I just gave you a workbook to just do it on your own time. And then, you know, I'm going to be praying for you. No, like I literally want us to be a community of women who are locking arms and walking walking this thing out together. In the midst of that, I just want to say thank you to all the girls who have got their workbook, honey. They made sure they signed up. They got their workbooks. Last little announcement. If you don't know, please go follow She Believe He Could on Instagram. We are on Facebook. Y'all bear with me on Facebook. I'm still trying to learn the ropes of Facebook, but we are definitely on social media. Make sure that you're following um, our pages so you can kind of know what's going on. I definitely want to engage more um, with this community and I just want to be present. Okay, present. But this episode is interesting and I probably say interesting a lot because God is interesting. 
so, so good, but interesting, especially when you are really reading your word and you are really seeking him in ways you can apply the very promises that he's speaking over our life. And so he's been having me in Jeremiah again, and he takes me back. Thank you, Father. He takes me back to Jeremiah when I am feeling unsure, uncertain, weary, doubtful, fearful. Okay, is anybody following me? He takes me back to Jeremiah. Jeremiah wrote a letter to the people in Babylon who was being held captive. Now, think about this in your present life. If you received a letter from a prophet that says, I know you are going through a very hard time, but be faithful. God is with you. He is going to bring you out of this, but it won't be for another 70 years. Now, that's Bible. But what if he said, I know it's hard right now. I know ends are tight, but I'm going to bring you out of this. So be faithful, live your life, continue to pray, but you're going to be in that spot for another year. What would you do with that? What would you do with that information? Like most people, I'm sure you would definitely be like, man, you know, you probably would be like, whatever. Or would you really grasp that that year that's in front of you? Would you really seek God? Because everybody loves to quote Jeremiah 29 and 11. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. I love that. That is a scripture that I just clung to in my uncertainty, in my doubt, in my fear, when things didn't look like I I wanted them to or I needed them to, but I just wanted to hold on to my faith. I was holding on to Jeremiah 29, 11. No, no shade there. However, if you continue reading in that passage, it does says in those days, you will pray and I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. In the very plans, right after that verse, where God says, I know the plans. He do. They are plans to basically prosper you for the good. Plans to bring you hope, not to destroy you, not to kill you, not to bring you down. Good stuff. This is God saying. He's saying good stuff. But right after that verse, it says, if you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. This is the thing. Some of us stand very still in 2911. We hold on to the plans that God has. We don't look to the left and right. We, in, in fact, we don't move. We are holding on to the goodness of that scripture. But right after it said, if you look for me. So let's open our eyes and let's and let's really seek God for for the plans, for the good. It said, if you pray, I will listen if you pray. So let me tell y'all that little saying that says the devil is in the details. That actually came up at work. We were in a meeting and we were discussing just plans for 
um, our new building and things like that. And in the midst of us talking out a process of what we were or what we were trying to come up with, we were trying to put together a process on how we could maneuver our way seamlessly through part A to Z. And all of a sudden that saying came up, the devil is in the details. And I want to tell you right now, the devil is in the details waiting for you to allow him to be in God's plan. I said the devil is in the details waiting for you to allow him into God's plan. Because yeah, he might be in the details, but it is still God's plan. And it's not that the devil knows the tiny little details of God's plan because the devil only knows the past. He can only hold you captive to what he already know. But the future, the, the, the Bible just said that God says, I will give you a future and a hope. They are plans for good. So the goodness of those plans are ahead of you. So the devil don't necessarily know those details, but what he do know that any little slip up, any little stumble, any little struggle that you occur in the process of you trying to obtain the good of those plans, um, of you trying to obtain that hope to see the plans, any little slip up, the devil will be waiting So it's not that he knows the ins and the out of what God is doing. And I love this about Jeremiah's letter because he strictly said, you know, basically stop believing all of the false teachers and all of the false prophets and believing in them to save you and believing in them for hope because they're only going to continue to bring you down this rabbit hole of darkness where you're going to get further and further and further away from God. So continue to have faith, continue to live life, continue to pray to God, seek him in all that you do. Pray and he will listen. Look for him with all of your heart and you will find him. So even in the midst of the confusion and the chaos of trying to orchestrate your own process, know that the devil isn't in the plan that God has. We allow the devil to be in those plans. He doesn't know God's future for us, but he's waiting for that stumble and that slip up to where he can become a part of the plan. Do you hear me? He, he, he's waiting to become a part of the plan. He want to turn the good to bad. He want to turn the hope to doubt. He want to turn the goodness of God to disbelief. So the devil is in the details. Sure. Hmm. Sure. But only if we allow him to be, because it's not that he knows the ins and outs. No, not at all. I don't believe it. Not for one minute, not for one minute, but we do allow him to come in and make ground for the plans that God has. We do allow him to come in and settle himself and the, and the things that we don't know, the things that we are Uh, worried about the things that keeps us up at night when we don't know how we're going to do it when we don't know how we're going to pay for things the devil is right there waiting and the little detail of that plan 
the little small thing that you couldn't figure out in your own will, he's going to come in to kill, steal, and destroy. He's going to start in your mental. He's going to play on your emotional. And he's going to weigh on your physical. And you're going to look up and you're going to doubt. You're going to disbelieve. You're going to be fearful of God's plan. I want to read to you the study application version of this uh, passage. God is that kind of leader. He knows the future and his plans for us are good and full of hope. As long as God, who knows the future, provides our agenda and goes with us as we fulfill his mission, we can have boundless hope. This does not mean that we will be spared from pain, suffering, or hardship, but that God will see us through to a glorious conclusion. I love the raw and realness of the study, life study application Bible, because what is what it does is teaching me the reality of God's promise. God didn't say everything will be glorious butterflies and rainbows he said it's gonna be all of that but it does not spare you from the troubles from the pain from the suffering that's going to be in the midst of those butterflies and those rainbows and all of the good that i'm doing in your life and i love to look at jesus christ as this example, his very life, all the good he did on the earth, all of the miracles, signs and wonders, all of the teachings, all of the parables, just his presence, just his work in the earth alone was good. And in the midst of the good, he had to spare his life. He was beaten. He suffered and he was nailed to a cross. To die out of the goodness of the love that God had for his people. So what makes you think that you do not deserve to drink from that cup of suffering? That very cup. What makes you think? Because no amount of good that we can do in this earth will ever equal up to Jesus Christ. We're just not that good okay we are just not that perfect we are born again but we still have a past we still have something to remember we still know where we came from thank god we don't look like it thank god we don't look like we used to but we have that we have that need for grace and mercy we have that need for salvation as human body So that cup of suffering, please do not pass it up. Please do not feel that it doesn't have your name in it because it do. The Bible says for you to pick up your cross and carry it daily. Daily. This is not a one time commitment. This is not something you decide to do and that's it. This is not something that you can just turn on and off. Either you in or out. You with it or not, I'm just saying. So as we work through what we are going through and you're thinking about your process and you're thinking about our core values that she believed he could is planting ground on that we are really settling some deep roots here. We are deciding who with meaning and purpose. 
with will and truth, with choice and willingness, with the confidence and the assurance. And we are strengthening to overcome. And without God, none of that is possible. But we have to start somewhere. We have to really look in the mirror and check ourselves, really look at the reality of the way we see the word of God. I must have read Jeremiah 29, 11 over 50 times. And each time I get fresh revelation, I get a new plate of bread. I get new life in that in that passage. Because what God is showing that in the midst of the plans, yes, you're going to start the podcast. Yes, you're going to start the business. Yes, that is my plans for you. And it is good. And it's going to provide you a future. And you're going to have hope. But in the midst of the good, there will be bad. And the devil will be waiting for those stumbles, for those struggles, for those slip ups. He's going to plant those seeds of doubt, fear, uncertainty, disbelief. And so the devil is in the details, but it's still God's plan. So even if we slip up because we're not perfect, even when we stumble, thank you, Lord, it is still God's plan. So I just want to encourage you this week, girl, to really seek God above all else. Really do pray. Know that he's listening. Really do seek him with your whole heart. Know that you're not alone. Believe and stand in his promises for you. I really do feel that in my spirit. God loves you no matter the circumstance, no matter the obstacle, no matter the offense, the tragedy, the abuse, the neglect, the abandonment. God loves you beyond life. Oh, so much that he wants to prepare another life for you after this one. That we just don't die, sis. Like we just don't die. But to live again. So I really pray that this blessed you. I pray that it really does stir your spirit. Jump in Jeremiah 29 and 11, girl. Read it again and again and again. Remember, we started at verse 11, but we read through verse 14. We really took it down. We really went deeper with that scripture. We really did. Sometimes we're too surface with what God is trying to tell us. Sometimes we have to read two scriptures above and two scriptures beneath to really cultivate our ground for him. So until next time, girlfriend, holla.